Hey, Sarah. Hey, Terry. Do you want to go on an adventure? Sure. I love adventures. Okay, let's go. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey, Terry. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Having a good day. Oh, okay. Is it morning or afternoon? I don't even know. Does it matter? Because the listeners will listen at whatever time of day they choose to. That's true. Yesterday we went to the rodeo. It was my first time ever. Sarah brought me. She pulled her cowgirl boots out of the closet. Yeah. You gotta have boots if you're going to the rodeo. It was not her first time. It was your first rodeo. It was not mm -hmm. my first, first rodeo. And now that I've been, I can now say this is not my first rodeo. That's true. That is very <laughs> true. I do have something I want to say before we start today's episode on Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. We recently have booked a couple of upcoming trips. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. And I did want to give a couple of pro tips for trip bookings that we generally try to adhere to. Okay. You have tips? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Give your tips. Should we say where we're going or no? No. Okay. It's going to be a surprise. In future episodes. Okay. But the tips that we use, I did want to share while they were top of mind. Okay, Sarah has great tips. I go along for the ride. Well, you have good tips too, but <laughs> the main tip I wanted to offer is about Southwest Airlines. Yeah. I love Southwest Airlines. <laughs> I know. I learned this when I met Sarah because I just booked with whatever was cheapest. I literally didn't care. Well, I also think that the pandemic has taught people a lot about their travel plans. Mm -hmm. And I have flown Southwest Airlines for literally, I think, almost 10 years now. Yeah. If I'm flying, I'm flying Southwest. Unless it's a location that Southwest doesn't fly to, then I begrudgingly pick a different airline. Mm -hmm. Because Southwest lets you change your flights with no cancellation fees. Yeah. So or, you, or just cancel it. Yeah, and then you can use the credit for a future flight. Yeah. So I will say, number one travel tip with booking airlines is use Southwest. Because we experienced that during the pandemic, too, of other, we booked with other airlines when we were going to destinations that Southwest didn't fly to, and it was horrible trying to get our money back when they canceled the flights. Yeah, we're talking to you, Air Canada. So Southwest <laughs> is a must. And I will even say there's so many places on my list that I want to go to or that I want to explore that I will pick the locations that Southwest flies to just because they fly there. Mm -hmm. People could also have, like, I don't know if this is a thing, but maybe, like, if they have credit cards or something that offers their airline like free cancellations or refunds. I'm not sure, but I think that's a great tip because I can't speak for anybody's credit card or what, <laughs> what that is, but I can say for nearly 10 years, I have booked, canceled, rescheduled, rebooked 
I can't tell you how many times, and I haven't lost a cent with Southwest. Yeah, Southwest is amazing. Before I met Sarah, I would just be like, whatever airline works is fine. And then she's flying with Southwest, which is great. We get points. I love Southwest, too. Now I'm a convert. However, I will say that, like, before I had no need. If a trip was, like, I wasn't going to cancel a trip. I was going to go. There was no canceling trips for me in the past. The pandemic was the first time ever. I guess I'm just really fortunate to never have something cancel my trip before. But then the pandemic hit, and it's like, oh, these airlines that don't give you refunds or allow you to change around your trips are really not fun to deal with when you really need that money back. Yeah, because during the pandemic, we had a couple of trips booked before it was the pandemic. And then those airlines canceled their flights, which we understand. Yeah. But give us our money back. And it took months, if not a year, to it get It took back. over a year to get it back from Air Canada. And the only reason was, I think, public pressure eventually right. won. right. And then there was an, another airline, too, which I can't remember. Oh, I will say WestJet, they did, like, immediately refund us because we okay. had them booked for our honeymoon. And they were like, yes, we canceled your flight. Here's your money back. Okay. Because I totally understand if you book a flight with an airline and their policy is no refunds, that's fine. But in these cases, the airline canceled our flight and won it. Give us some money back. But I digress. Moving on. The, and these are American airlines. I mean, not American airlines, but U.S.-based airlines and Canada. We don't really know about international. If they, like, allow you. Do they allow you to cancel? Do you know? I, I don't know. But the focus that we're talking about is Asheville, North Carolina right now. Okay. For today's episode. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about all the global airlines. Oh, I started thinking about what if I'm in Europe? I don't even know. Can I cancel my flight? I probably don't even speak the language. I remember when I lived in Europe, we took a lot of cheap Ryan Ryanair flights. Mm. But that was several years ago. All right, moving back to the point with Southwest. They also <laughs> let you check bags for free. Yes. Other airlines, one of the trips we just booked for in the future... What was it to check a bag? 30 bucks a bag. 30 bucks a bag one way per person. Yeah. And so I just really appreciate, especially when we're doing our budget trips with Southwest, you don't have to worry about buying traveler's insurance. You can cancel your flight if you need to and reschedule and you can check a bag for free. So pro tip, I always go to Southwest. Now I will say this. My mom is one of those people who will go to a travel website and find whatever the cheapest flight is. Mm -hmm. And she always says, well, Southwest doesn't come up as the cheapest. I will tell you this, that likely by the time you add up the charges with a different airline of getting your checked bags, getting... Oh, they even charge for like legroom now and buying a seat. Yeah, all of this stuff. Like paying for to, to reserve your seat location. I, without a doubt, would say that Southwest is either comparable, and if it is $10 more, it's mm -hmm. worth it for the amazing service they offer. I cannot, I truly cannot think of a bad experience I've ever had with Southwest Flight. Yeah, I agree. So that is my, my pro tip. That's a great tip. The other pro tip I will say is also consider your animals. 
So we just booked a couple of things we have coming up and pet boarding can really add up. Oh, so yeah, it's so expensive. Account for that in your budget. Mm-hmm. Do we do anything other than budget traveling? Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're always talking about our budget. <laughs> yes, and that's a third tip. Always use a budget. But I will say with the pets, the pets can really add up. We have two dogs. We love them. They can't come with us everywhere. And it can be expensive boarding them because likely you're going to have to board them the day before you leave and not pick them up till the day after you get back. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing, you know, three or four day trip, that could be five or six days of boarding. And that adds up. So keep that in mind. If you have pets, that can be a really big budget item for a trip. Yes. Even our longer trips, the boarding can be more than the flight. Exactly. It can it can be the majority of the budget. Yeah, truly. Okay, so those were a couple of tips that crossed my mind because we were just booking some trips. So I wanted to share those before we dive into our Asheville, North Carolina episode. Yeah. Okay. Outdoor happenings. Oh, we went there in March. It was warm weather. It was like spring was just happening. However, we did bring our winter coat in case it was chilly at night. So we were planning on warmer weather during the day, chilly at night. We were in and out of the mountains. So beautiful, beautiful location. Now I will say, since you've been rather specific on the timing of our previous trips for the podcast, Mm -hmm. this was March of 2019. Yeah, I cannot remember the week we were there, but probably spring break. Yes, likely the case. And I will also say, why was this trip memorable? It was our first trip together. It was our first trip together. Yep. I will say this also about the outdoor happenings was that we drove my Jeep there. Mm -hmm. So this one was a road trip for us. We didn't fly. Our first road trip. And we survived. (laughs) I had fun. It was great. Now, when we arrived near the Airbnb, remember, we stayed at an Airbnb that was outside of the town a bit. It was in the country. When you say outside the town, you mean like 45 minutes up the mountain? We'll talk about it more in significant stay. (laughs) Okay. But how, for me, how this relates to outdoor happenings was that I don't have a ton of experience driving on narrow, windy, mountainous roads. In the rain? In the rain, in the pitch black, (laughs) with no streetlights. Yeah. So for me, that really is an important thing with sort of the location, with the the outdoor happenings. Mm -hmm. You've got to be ready to do that. Outdoor happenings, one to ten. What is it? I would give this one a seven. Okay. Tell me why. I would say it's beautiful and the weather was great, but it's kind of average outdoors. It's not... I've seen much more beautiful places, and I don't know. I would say the weather was perfect, but the outdoor setting was just your kind of average, I don't know. Yeah, I would I would give it a six. I would give it a six. And for me, the reason why I would give it a six is because it's very accessible in the fact that if you're just an average kind of tourist, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do and see. 
But if you are super into once-in-a-lifetime kind of experiences, from what we did on our trip, it wasn't a lot of, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was a lot of, I love this and I'm glad we're in nature, but it wasn't the most amazing. Yeah, it's definitely one of those feels like, I could walk out my back door and have a hike, not I'm going up a mountain to get the best view of my life. Right. Significant stays. This was great. We had an Airbnb and it was above a garage and then the house was on the same property. But it it seemed to be a single older man. He was like a farmer, had cows there, but he kind of kept to himself. So I didn't feel like he was encroaching on our privacy. Yeah, because generally we try to get Airbnbs where it's the entire property and, you know, the host isn't there just watching or something like that. But this was really cool. It was outside of Asheville. How far of a drive would you say it was? I would say it was like 40 minutes. Okay. So it was a bit of a drive. It was northwest of Asheville. And yeah, I I actually will say I felt a little bit more secure that the old farmer man was there because we were in the middle of the country pretty much and we didn't know the area and it just sort of felt, I don't know if something happened or we needed someone, like the old farmer man would be there to help us. Yeah, I definitely felt more secure he was there, but I'm not going to lie, on our way up there, and once I realized how remote it was, I was kind of feeling like, as we were driving up, um, how is this man going to react to us? (laughs) Yeah, because we're gay. Yeah. Yeah, but he had no issue. He was Yeah, he didn't say anything to us. He was very nice, and it turned out well. But, so do you remember what happened to Clark when we got there? Oh, No. Let's also make note with this Airbnb that they allowed pets. And since we did take the road trip, we brought our two dogs. <laughs> this, okay, so this is just what happens sometimes with Airbnbs and traveling or even hotels. <laughs> we get there and we took the dogs out multiple times. They had a lot of time to go. The whole road trip we kept taking him out because it was, I think, probably like a eight or nine hour road trip. Mm-hmm. And then when we got there, we also took them out. Yeah. They did their business. And he even had dogs there, too. So it was definitely dog friendly. Oh, yeah. The listing was totally dog friendly. He had dogs. He had cows. It was in the country. So we put the dogs up. In the Airbnb. In the Airbnb. And we're getting our stuff out of the car and Clark's head keeps popping out the window. (laughs) Of the Airbnb. Of the Airbnb with like a desperate look, but we're not quite sure what's happening. We're thinking he's just like, why am I in this strange house and you're not in here? Right. And honestly, I didn't see Clark, but Terry saw him sticking his head out the window. (laughs) So we're getting all the bags from the car. We go back in the house, and it turns out Clark has (laughs) shit the bed. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. So, oh, thank goodness. 
It came with a washer and dryer. It had a washing machine in this Airbnb. So we immediately, you know, it was it was not that big of a deal because we immediately washed the bed sheet and we dried it and all was fine. It was all fine, but there was no lasting damage. It was a scene because Clark, now that we knew what was going on, <laughs> The thought of him, like, sticking his head out the window with this, like, crazy look, he just had to go. He was trying to notify us. I didn't see Clark. (laughs) Terry saw Clark. We come back up. Literally, he, out of, let's also set the scene. This Airbnb was massive. It had a kitchen, a living room sort of a den area, and then two bedrooms. Mm -hmm. He opted to actually go in, it was the master bedroom, the bigger bedroom. Mm -hmm. On the bed. He jumped up on top of the bed. Out of the entire options of where to have an accident in the house, he chose to jump on the bed. Mm -hmm. And he went on the bed. (laughs) It happens. So that's that's a story of traveling with pets. Yep. We had to go in the smaller bedroom though. Yes, we did. Because we had to clean up everything, wash all the sheets, the blankets, all of that. So we were then having to use the smaller room. Also no, we travel with crates for our dogs. When mm-hmm. we travel with our dogs, we travel with crates. And when we're, we don't leave them, we don't ever leave our dogs alone in the Airbnb. Like, if we're going to go out and go do a hike, we bring our dogs. This literally was the five minutes of we're putting the dogs inside so we can get the crate and the bags. And that's when it happened. (laughs) So, also travel tip, if you're traveling with your pets at an Airbnb that allows pets, it's always just a smart decision to have a crate. Significant stays, what would you rank it? I would rank that Airbnb at least an eight because it served its purpose. It was a little far from Asheville. It was a drive to get in there, but it was remote. The host was nice and the place was nice. Yeah, I also marked it an eight. I had this written down before Terry said that, so we don't always score everything the same. I had buying written down too, just so you know. I, well, also let's clarify, Terry actually has a notebook that she hand writes in. Yes, I do. Whereas I am using an iPad. It's, I actually use green pen this time in my blue notebook. Great. (laughs) <laughs> I I will say, too, one of the reasons we did when we booked it, we did know it was a bit remote. I, I don't think we realized how remote. Mm-hmm. But part of what we wanted to do was at the time we were living in the city and we wanted an escape. Like we wanted a getaway. So we didn't want to stay in Asheville proper or whatever it's called. But it was... A much longer commute and it goes back to the principle that we shared in an earlier episode of just because it's a certain amount of miles doesn't equate to minutes because we had to drive really slow on those windy roads 
and rain and everything. So it was a lot longer of a drive than we had anticipated. Yeah, I don't think it was even paved the whole way, if I remember. But it had an amazing kitchen. That was another reason I gave it an eight because they he had everything you needed in the kitchen. All the pots, pans, everything we needed, a stove. It was great. Globe trotting gear. What's yours? I want to hear yours first. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have mine written down in my notebook. Changing the order. Okay. I will say that for this trip, this is one of our outdoor adventures that we brought the dogs for. And so my top gear pick is the leash that I have. Now, I actually have the same leash today that I use with Clark. It is a Kong leash that hooks around your waist and then has a hand grip and a hook. And so that's really great for going hiking with a dog because you can just hook it around your waist. And and they pull you up the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, sometimes that happens with Terry. (laughs) But yeah, then I'm not having to worry about, oh, let me hold the leash. I've got the dog. I can, you know, do whatever I want to with my hands. So I would say that was my top gear. Okay. For this one, it was the TENS machine. Oh. (laughs) This trip, I was looking through my pictures, and I remembered that this was the beginning of my back pain. You all have heard about my back pain by now, so I had (laughs) surgery in 2020, but it was my third spinal surgery. So the back pain started again in 2019, and this trip is when it was starting to get bad. Mm. And so the TENS machine... Uh, Whether you have like really horrible back pain or just moderate pain or shoulder pain, any kind of pain you're having in your muscles, the TENS machine is great, especially for long road trips. I will add that I use the TENS machine. Yeah, we both had it on in the car. And I don't have back problems and it felt really good. Yeah, I love that thing. Yeah. Sarah got it at a conference. Where'd you get it? Well, I go to a lot of trade shows for work and they had a booth there at the trade show and they were selling the tins machine and I had seen them before and I was like oh that's pretty cool and then the person was like if you buy it today you know so totally got me (laughs) two for one I fell for it but (laughs) two for one little did I know soon you would need it Yeah, I did need it, and I use it. I love it. But the little pads are $20 to replace. No big deal. I've replaced them a couple times, but I was just thinking for everyone who doesn't know what a TENS machine is, Mm -hmm. they're these little sticky pads that go on your skin, and it's just like little electrical impulses, and they relax your muscles. It's, It's very relaxing and nice. Yeah, it feels good. And so that is true. I will agree with you. You pretty much had that thing on most of the time. Yeah. Of our trip. Yeah, and definitely in the car. It's so nice when you're driving just to put that on your back and have that on for long road trips. So I'm going to say load trotting gear, that was mine. I would give it a 7. Okay. I'm going to give mine a 10 because I made a great choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Back to those 10s. Well, and back to the dog leash. gets a 10. Back to the dog leash. You do love that leash. I actually love it, too, because I'll just put Clark around my waist and go. Gulps and goodies. Ugh, I love goodies. (laughs) (laughs) 
I will say for this trip, I will give it a five. Whoa. I'm saying that because I'm neutral. I literally have no memory of anything good or bad about the goodies. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's a five. I feel like our other trips, I remember something. I truly don't remember anything. So for me, I'm saying a five and I have no comments to add to this section. Oh, wow. Okay. I do remember a couple things with the gulps and goodies. Right after we got done one of our hikes, we went to this little coffee shop, Artisan Gallery and Cafe. And there we sat on these like table outside. It was really nice. They had good coffee, but it wasn't like outstanding. It was just, it was good. A really good idea I had, because I'm just going to say. What was it? (laughs) I brought my crock pot. To the Airbnb. I forgot that. That was a good idea. Yeah, because we knew we were going to be hiking a lot on this trip. And we wanted food when we were back so that I wouldn't have to cook a lot. And there was one day I made roast. And it was just like, okay, the roast was okay. But what I remember is the next day we had it with breakfast with eggs. Oh, there was something about it. It was so good. Yeah, I forgot about that. And that is a good point, too. You mentioned the crock pot. Yeah. Because since it was a road trip, we brought a lot more items on this trip than we typically have to pack when we're traveling on a plane. Yeah, because we brought the crock pot with like things that I would put in it, like seasonings and different things that, you know, you don't have to buy when you get there off the plane. It's just from our kitchen to that kitchen. And now that you mentioned that breakfast, I actually do remember that breakfast. That was really good. It was good. So, your score? I think I would give it a 7 because, like you, like there's nothing that really stands out that I'm like, it was amazing. On this trip, we didn't go to Asheville restaurants, but we have before, and they have some really awesome restaurants there. They're not franchises. The restaurants are Mm -hmm. very unique. I mean, we've been to Asheville many, many times, but right now we're just rating this trip, our first trip to Asheville together. Yes. And this trip was really about adventures. Yes. I think, honestly, out of all the trips we've taken, we did the most hikes on this trip. Yeah, we did. Good segue into recreational romps. Yes, our favorite. This is the meat of the podcast, I think. Yeah. The information-wise. Let me get my notebook ready. Flip the page here. How many hikes, or I guess, how many recreational romps? It doesn't have to be a hike, but how many things do you have? I have four from this trip. I have three. Okay. Let's see how many are the same. Okay. Max Patch. Yes. Blue Ridge Parkway. Yep. Oh, actually, I have three, not four. I wrote my notes wrong. And my third one is Rainbow Falls. Oh, no, I didn't put Rainbow Falls. I put Lover's Leap. Oh, I didn't put Lover's Leap. Okay. Well, let's go then. (laughs) Max Patch. Okay, this was so fun. First, let me say, since you didn't have Lover's Leap, this is how we found out about Max Patch. So we go, our very first hike was to Lover's Leap. And it's just an easy hike. It's really nice. You get to look over a river. It's in Hot Springs, North Carolina. Oh, this was the hike that we went to after we stopped at that post office? Yeah, there was a tourist center or like an information center in Hot Springs because the Appalachian Trail runs right through this town. 
and there was a man there and he's like you've got to go to max patch and we're like okay great it looked beautiful on the pictures right oh that's true because it wasn't on our list the local told us about it the local told us and which is another tip just talk to the locals they'll tell you where to go that night it snows (laughs) out of nowhere we do not have like our snow clothes we have our winter coats because we're ready for cold weather at night but we don't have any like snow pants or anything so we decide to go up to max patch do you remember going up there are you talking about lover's leap first i already did oh okay that's all you were gonna say yeah (laughs) it was great so fun i mean the the dogs had fun because there was that little river at the end and they got to play in it yeah okay perfect I just didn't know if I was tracking. Back to Max Patch. Mm-hmm. It had snowed, like you mentioned, the night before, but it wasn't snow that was on the ground. Like, it wasn't lasting snow in the morning where we were out with our Airbnb. So then we're driving to Max Patch, which is in the middle of these country roads, mm. not well marked. We Gravel road. Yeah, it was a gravel road, and honestly, we circled a couple of times trying to find the right turn, and then we just sort of made a turn, and then we're just hoping for the best because this local guy told us where to go. And and it seemed like a one-way street, right? It- Once we got to <laughs> to the road itself, it definitely was scary. I don't know what would have happened if a car was coming at us. At this point, when you finally get to the road that takes you there, probably like a mile long road, I Mm -hmm. would say, that's where we start to see the snow is sticking and there's what appears to be ice. Yeah. It went from, oh, there was a nice little dusting of snow last night to... We are driving in the Arctic (laughs) up, straight up a mountain that we would have bet our lives was a one-way road. Yeah, but that, okay, it was fun because I got to drive the Jeep for the first time like that and, like, really get it up a hill. Four-wheel drive. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) I was terrified because it was so narrow. I was also afraid. And it was drop-offs, and it looked icy. But here's the thing. Then we get into the parking lot, and there's just, like, regular cars there. And we're like, oh, (laughs) they drove up. (laughs) I do agree with that statement. It was just, like, basic cars. (laughs) And had I not seen it with my own eyes, I would not have thought a basic car would have made it. I will say that doesn't mean those people made the smart decision. I would not have driven up it in a basic car. Like, we were in my Jeep that had four-wheel drive. A basic car being, like, a car without four-wheel drive? You know, just like a Ford Focus. Okay. A basic car. Like my car? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If we weren't in your Jeep, we would not have taken my car. No. No, I would not have done that. I think it was unwise that those people did, but to each their own. Let's move on to the trail. We get on the trail, and it's but wait, beautiful. Oh, okay. we can't. We can't. there's more. We're at, we are parked in the parking lot, and then we get out, and it is like a winter wonderland, and we are cold. <laughs> yeah, we, we had leggings on. <laughs> we didn't have. We had. I had on. You had on leggings. I had on just basic hiking pants, and I remember I had a hoodie on. 
And then on top of it, I had my thin rain jacket. So it was waterproof, but it was a rain jacket. It wasn't warm. And I have the photo proof of that. Yes. Okay, now go. Okay. We're talking about the trail now. Yeah. Oh, finally. Okay. (laughs) We're on the trail now. And there's all these trees hanging over, and it just looks like a tunnel of snow. It's so beautiful. It's like untouched. This perfect snow, crisp morning. And we get up there, and then it's a little bit windy. But we get these, like, amazing views. We do the hike. Um, up there, apparently in the summer, it's very nice. So if you get a chance to do Max Patch in the summer, it's supposed to be amazing. A lot of wild flowers. Yeah, a and big you meadow. Can see really far. Yeah, and it's it's also part of the Appalachian Trail. You walk through this if you do the Appalachian Trail. Okay. Which we're not going to do. No. No. <laughs> That's not for us. Not for us. Okay, I get my cool pictures. We'll post these pictures on our website, adventurewives.com, and also on our Instagram. But it's unreal. A mile down the road, it just seemed like a basic spring day. It Mm -hmm. didn't seem, you know, there wasn't even snow on the ground. And then you go a mile up the road, and it's this magical place. Yeah. We're getting ready to leave. And we are 100% positive we see a car leave and go back the way we came. We are positive they're going the wrong way. This is a one-way road. There's no way you can go down that way. <laughs> so we make the decision together to go right. right. We're going to go left. the other way because we're positive it's one way. Well, wouldn't you know, about four hours later, <laughs> we are still driving unwinding roads through a forest having no idea where we are it was really scary wasn't it yeah basically we're on this one-way road but it wasn't one way that's what we find out later (laughs) if you came up to another car one car would have to drive in reverse for a couple of miles until there was a pull-off there's no way cars are getting around each other We find a spot where we can pull off. And when I say pull off, I mean like scoot one inch off of the quote road. Yep. I think at this point, I'm actually crying. Yeah, you're having a full on panic attack at this point. What do we do? We don't have cell phone signal. Nope. Because we knew we would have to drive multiple hours back to that point. Yeah, if we decided to go back, it would have been like four hours back plus the hour down that that steep road the mile down that steep road yeah oh yeah the mile sorry yeah yeah randomly a truck comes by while we are parked on the side with of the road. locals keep in mind we're also aware that we are out in the wilds we are just two girls so part of me is also like oh my gosh is this safe but then the the panicked part of me was like we just need someone to tell us what to do yeah so i send terry out there to flag them down (laughs) yeah and it turns out they're just like young guys you know going whatever hunting or whatever they're doing whatever yeah we're just like where do we go like we uh need to get back to Asheville. And he's like, okay, you've, you've got to keep going down this road. You, you've got to go to Tennessee and drive around on the highway. <laughs> and so we were in a whole other state. 
They gave us directions. We had about 20 minutes left on that road. And then we finally hit the small town. And then we just had to remember what they said because we still didn't have cell phone signal. I don't remember how long it was, but it was it was a long time. Something that we thought would be a morning hike. <laughs> you know, we woke up, let's go do this. Turned out to be a full day situation. Yeah. With, you know, 20 minutes of awesome hiking. I also remember the first fast food place we saw, which I'm not a big fan of. We stopped in and bought a ton of food because we were starving. Was it that milkshake place? It was like a Dairy Queen or like Hardee's. Oh, I love Dairy Queen. I probably loved it. <laughs> I think I did. I probably did. I was like, this is great food. But it was rough. I have Rainbow Falls on my list. <laughs> that, that was an abrupt ending to that one. It was rough. Moving on. Rainbow Falls. Yeah. Was Rainbow Falls the one with like four, four falls? Yes. So I was going through my photos and we have some amazing waterfalls we saw. My photos on my phone. Yeah, I don't think I took photos here on the camera because it was too misty with the mm. waterfalls. I couldn't remember the name of the waterfalls, so then when I Googled it, I found that it was called Rainbow Falls and Turtleback Hike. Okay, cool. Yeah, that one was fun. The dogs loved it there, too. That one, at different points, there was a lot of elevation drops and gains. Mm -hmm. I remember that one sort of being... One of those that Clark helped you out with the leash. Mm -hmm. I remember Lucky just didn't get tired that day. Lucky was the other dog with us. And he just like kept going and going and going. Like he was not tired. We were ready to get back in the car. And he's like, let's go for another hike. The dogs definitely loved it. Yeah. Should we talk about Blue Ridge Parkway? Yes. Oh, I love Blue Ridge Parkway. Me too. But the thing is. For me, I've only been to it around the Asheville area, which this is what this podcast is about. I've also been to the Shenandoah Valley. But there is a whole big section in between. Maybe we should go someday. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of nature to see and a lot of adventuring to do. We should go on the whole thing with our van. Yeah, that's fine. We should do the whole stretch. That's fine. Oh, I can't wait. Here's what I've got to say about the Blue Ridge Parkway. There are a ton of stops that you can pull off on and just walk around. When you're on the Blue Ridge Parkway, you're in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, which is free to get in. So that's cool. Oh. You don't have to pay. They do have a visitor center there, which we did not go to that time. But we've been another time, and we got our Junior Ranger badge, of course. Yes. To your point, a different time we went there, we got out and did a hike with the dogs. Mm -hmm. A river hike. That was so fun. That was really fun. We actually have that one on our list that we will go back to. Yeah, definitely. There's, okay, here's the thing. With this area, you can do it all year round. We went in March. It was beautiful. If you go in the fall, it's like you get to see the leaves change. In the summer, it's so fun. You can find rivers, waterfalls to swim in. 
I will admit, I've never been in the winter. It might be a little, like, they might close those roads in the winter. Also, uh, download a playlist on your phone before because there's not signal up there. So if you want some music, definitely get a playlist going before. That is a good tip because for us, the Blue Ridge Parkway, we did so many different romps. Yes. That the day we drove the blue part of the Blue Ridge Parkway, for us it was sort of a rest day mm-hmm. because we just wanted to sort of sit. Yeah, we were so tired from all our hikes. Keep in mind that if you want to see the Blue Ridge Parkway, you could easily do it on a rest day. Yeah, there's tons of things you can get out and just do the overlooks or you can get out and hike. And here's another thing as well. If you see like 10 cars on the side of the road, like if they're safely parked and there's room for you to park, it's probably a cool spot. Like it may not be marked, but it's probably a cool hike. I remember, and again, this is a different trip, but I just want to say it because we're talking about it. Let's hear about it because I love stories. Another time we went there, it was really hot. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to get in the water. Mm -hmm. And again, we are coming from Florida. And here, when it's hot, we can just go to the beach or whatever and get in the water. And so it was one of those days when it was really hot and I was just craving getting in the water. We did the old school thing of looking at a map. A map. (laughs) And noticing where there was a river Mm -hmm. and drove there. And then safely parked the car, walked down to the river, and we were able to get in. The dogs had fun. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't anything we Googled. It wasn't anything we researched. It wasn't, oh, we have to go here for an agenda. It was just using a map. Uh, I love maps. Travel tip, still know how to use a map in case you don't have cell phone service or you want to just find something on your own. Yeah, we always have maps in our car for every state we go to. What would you give? I'm going to give this a 10 because we just had so much fun. There's so much to do in Asheville. You just can't go wrong. We bought land there eventually. We just love it there. And I will say I give it an 8 because, again, there was a ton to do, but it wasn't a ton of once-in-a-lifetime kind of things. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to keep my tens for when I feel like it's, this is the only location in the world you can do this kind of a thing. Okay. But I love it. And as you said, we have land there. So definitely go out and support Asheville. We can go whenever we want. Yeah. Okay. Let me quick do some tabulations. Okay. Let's hear it. You gave recreational romps a 10 yeah i'm gonna give it a 10 i like 10s well the scores have been tallied oh my gosh tell me terry you gave the trip a 42 out of 50 okay according to my math i give it a 34 out of 50 (laughs) i don't know i might tack on a few points because i enjoyed it more than a 34 out of 50 Mm -hmm. so I'm going to give it a 40 out of 50. Oh, wow. That's a lot of points to tack on at the end. Because I just felt like it really wasn't true. Mm-hmm. It's hard because in these podcasts, so frequently we give, by default, a 10 yeah. to every category and every trip. 
And I'm trying to figure out, well, how are we really going to rank these trips if we're giving them all tens? <laughs> Sarah is very analytical. <laughs> I just go by feeling it's a 10. I feel it in my jellies. I just know it's a 10. You know, after thinking about it more and my scores were a 34 out of 50, I just don't feel like it's accurate. So okay. I'm going to give it a 40 I out mean, of 50. I mean, you can just make it up because it's a podcast, so we can do whatever we want. Okay. Okay. Now, our ending questions. Mm-hmm. Would you go back? Yeah, I love Asheville. Yes, because we bought land there. <laughs> yes, we'll be back. Was it worth it? Yes. Yes. What was your favorite memory? My favorite memory, I already know this. Normally, oh, I'm shocking. like, go. You go first. You go first. Here's my favorite memory. Sarah got a shirt from PDL. What's the company? It's PDL. It's a French word. I'm not French, so... Okay, it's short form PDL in Canada. Peau de l'eau. That's my best. French, okay? Well, you actually studied French. <laughs> I know, but I don't speak French anymore. I never studied French, though. Okay. I'm from America, so I studied Spanish. Did you? Terry's from Canada, so she studied French. That's right. Okay, we just call it PDL. Yes. And they are based in Canada. And so they sent Sarah a shirt. And I did a photo shoot with her. And we did this on the Blue Ridge Parkway. We did, yeah. And it was so fun. It That was definitely my favorite moment of the trip. And the pictures are so good. Sarah looks so good. And then we ended up sending them to PDL. And she got on their Instagram. And they tagged me. My photo was tagged. Yes, exactly. I've been a longtime customer of PDL. They sent me a shirt to give them some photos that they could use in their promo. So Terry took the pictures, sent them off. They used them on their social, and it was awesome. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite. My favorite memory is a bit of a mix because 100% it's Max Patch in the Winter Wonderland, but also, Max Patch on the drive back was horrific. Yeah, it's a mixed memory. So, I will say the Winter Wonderland is is my favorite memory. Okay. And what was your LGBT experience during the trip? Well, Asheville's really open, so I felt fine. But I will say in North Carolina, it's like, mm, you just got to be aware. Like, you do have to be aware when you're out in the country. I agree with that. I am always aware. And especially in the South, I remember the road trip up mm. was pretty rough for me. Yeah, it was. Because there were times that we were going to rest areas and people were making inappropriate comments. Mm -hmm. And so I would say it was pretty rough the drive up through the southern states. Yeah. But our experience in actually Asheville and the things we did in the area, totally fun. Yeah. Especially anytime where you're hiking, like Appalachian Trail, Asheville, like those kind of areas, I, I feel like those kind of people, the people that are there, like are always so open. I never have any issues when we're in, like, anywhere with hiking, camping. All right. Okay. Are we going to wrap this up? I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wrap it up, baby. Okay. 
I can't wait to go on our adventures and we're probably going to feature them in season two, right? Oh, the ones we started the podcast talking about that we just booked? Yeah, the ones we just booked. Yeah, we'll definitely be including them in season two. Okay, I'm so excited. And it was so fun talking about Asheville today. Yeah. Because it was our first trip together. Mm-hmm. And now, look, now we're wives. Now we're married. Adventure wives. Adventure wives. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at Adventure Wives or visit our website, AdventureWives.com, for more information. Adventure Wives. Ha, ha, ha.